This week on the PS Premiere Podcast, Dory shows remorse for her actions. I killed so many I killed so many people. I pitch a game, Naughty Dogs, Naughty Dogs. And Mitch makes a special appearance. Good eye, mates. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> What is up, squad fam? It's your boys, James Smith, coming at you no! with a I new episode. Go. I want to go home. Of the PS4 no. podcast. It's the 41st episode. You're everybody. not going through with that, are you? I am no. actually going through with that. It's your boy, Jay Easy. This is gold. Um, <laughs> it's my boy. This is already the worst episode we've already done. Always done. Ever it's done. My, it's my boy, Jimbo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is, of course, the 41st episode. Um, we're getting real close to episode 50. Um, and I discovered the other day um, that episode 50 is also going to land the week of the podcast's anniversary. So yeah. we're we really going to... Sorry, we're really going to need to do something special for that. It's destiny. It's like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Does anyone have any ideas for what we're going to do? I uh, think we should just do like a fucking... like. Uh, the thing that the Muppets do, they just bring like every like uh, cameo that they can get on that given day, and people just come in for random one-liners like every now and then. That's that actually, idea. that actually sounds like a good idea. For I sure. kind of want to do that now. Should have a talent show. Well, because we have a wide array of rotating guests on this show, we could just we could just call them all in to tell various jokes. That's right. Um, that's true. And I mean, say nice I- things about us. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe we can do our, like our midway like report card on the year, like what are top games so far or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Like, like, um, like how like how are we feeling so far? I mean, I, I, but I, I, but then again, that's like uh, this in July and not June. So well, maybe I should just cut together a sort of montage of the best moments of the podcast so far. I mean, 50 episodes, there's got to be plenty I can pull from for that, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean Seb's already gone through a bunch of the quotes, so... Yeah, exactly. And he has the timestamps. I have the timestamps. Yeah. You have the times. You have the power. Yeah, I don't have the, I don't have the ability to edit or anything, but I get, I get, but I have the all the timestamps if anyone needs them. Yeah. Yeah, you have the information, and James has the, the power to edit. It's the perfect combo. So, we, yeah. Is this part of the show, or...? Yeah, this is part of the show. Oh, okay. Uh, we're changing things up. Um, so tune in uh, in is it July? July, it's July, yeah, right? July. Yeah. Tune in uh, in July to see what we end up doing for that. Um, yeah. So if if you're listening to this, uh, if you enjoy the show, please leave a like uh, on the video. If you're watching it on YouTube, it really helps us out. Um, and God, I haven't even gotten to uh, introducing you guys yet. Um, so you know, as usual, a smaller cast this week. But um, I'm joined, of course, by Dorian Ford. Hello, it's me. Uh, I'm Dory. I go by she, her pronouns. Um, and I just beat Hitman 3. So that's what I'll be talking about today. Great. And uh, Sebastian Cardoni. Hi, I'm Sebastian. I hope everybody's having a great week. You can follow me at LittleSeb93. Fantastic. And you can follow me on Twitch and Twitter at oh, Player 192 You've it, had your you moment. Know. Yeah. No! <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah, so hopefully this will be a shorter one because there's less of us. Um, and also, we're changing up the what we're currently playing segment this week. Uh, we are now 
calling it. I know we didn't really have a title for it before, um, but in the description it will now be called uh, Spotlight. Is it Spotlight or Spotlights? Spotlight. 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 Well, both. I mean... Okay, whatever. We'll decide later. Um, <laughs> but basically, um, it's, it's basically the same thing, but we're going to limit ourselves to a maximum of two games each from now on. Um... So, Seb, do you want to kick us off with your two games for this week? Uh, and like I said, it's a maximum, so I don't even have any games this week. So, yeah. Yeah, no problem. I only have one this week because I, I was going to talk about Mass Effect as well, but I don't really have anything new to say. Like, it's pretty much the same as last week. So, so I, I want to focus on Returnal, which I beat this week. And when I'd say I have a love-hate relationship with this game, I definitely do. Uh this was my game. This is my game of the year so far. Uh, it really is an incredible game. Uh, if not for the technical issues that I've that I had, it'd be like a ninety-five out of hundred, or you know, nine point five out of ten. It's 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 a really incredible game in terms of the uh, visuals, the three D audio, the the all the features on the Dual Sense. Like it's just incredible. Like this is like PlayStation's first like major exclusive that's not like a remake or or like a, or like a you know side game or anything like that this is like their first brand new ip for the playstation 5 and um it feels like it like housemark really did a great job like this game the, the, the gameplay is incredible like housemark always makes great gameplay in their games but they're always incredibly hard and when i say this game is really hard i'm not lying like this game is harder than pretty much all the souls games in my opinion because in those games you can at least grind and, and progress, and you can keep your items and things like that. In this game, once you die, you lose practically everything. The thing yeah. is, right? I'm yeah. having, I'm kind of like having a hard time wrapping my head around the, because uh, you're saying it's like harder than Dark Souls. It is. But at the same time, didn't you go through like three or four biomes in one go? Yeah. So here's the thing. It's very skill dependent. Uh, in this game, you can. This game I see. Might, this game can t go from uh, yeah, I actually had I actually was pretty good at this game except for the last biome like uh, that kicked my ass. But this game is one of those games where you can beat this game in an hour if you're that like uh, that good of a gamer. Like you're a pro gamer, you can beat this game in an hour, or it can take you forty hours. It's just it's just it's totally wrong. some people are probably not even be able to beat this game. I can see people like struggling on the first yeah. second boss and then dropping so, it. So basically, because um, Mitch isn't here this week. You've sort of taken on the role of Bragmaster. <laughs> uh, I guess. I mean, I don't. Are you guys particularly good at like games that throw a lot at you and you can constantly dodge? Like, well, you guys have reflexes for that. It's kind of like um, a third-person uh, shooter, bullet hell, isn't it? It's a bullet. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's it, every enemy throws like orbs at you, and you have to constantly dodge. Because it's it's a bit of a conflict of interest for me because. Um, I'm good at third-person shooters, but I'm not really not good at bullet hells. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, I have I, no idea where I would be. Yeah. I I have no idea either. Once this game is on sale, like I'm definitely picking it up. I at least want to try it. Um. But it's gonna have to be half off at least or something like that for me to for me to take that risk because I can definitely see myself really struggling with this game and just not coming back to it or getting really frustrated and like you know, like, slamming my fist down on my bed or something like that, like, this this seems like a game that would definitely frustrate me, but I, at the same time, the reviews have been so glowing 
and I really want to try out, you know, a new IP. I'm curious about the story and about I, what did you think about the story? Actually, Seb, I'm curious. Uh, it was all right. I, I mean, I don't think the story was anything incredible, but I think it, it just moves the story forward. You know, it's gameplay is the king in this game more than anything. Story kind of takes a back seat. It's it, it, like it, 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 there is a story, but it's kind of in the background. You know what I mean? It's more. I, I like. I'm, I'm curious. Do they? And, and no spoilers, but do they actually explain? Like, do they actually explain what's going on in the game, or is it just very? subtle and vague throughout the whole thing like is there an actual explanation you don't have to tell me the explanation but yeah yeah okay okay that's all i want to know that's all i guess but it's 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 there sure okay i was curious the the thing is like um i think the only reason i want to pick up this game is because i feel bad i mean this is technically i know it doesn't seem like at times but this is technically a playstation channel so i feel i feel bad (laughs) leaving it off of my potential game of the year list yeah that's the thing if you're a big playstation person i can see the the conflict and interest because on one hand this is very much so a difficult roguelike game that that's usually like a small indie game on pc it's usually not associated with playstation and like you feel like you want to be part of the conversation because it's like the big their playstation is one of the big games of the year but yeah i I know, like, you know, because you, you feel like you're missing out on Ghost of Tsushima or Last of Us if you skip this game, just because it's one of those, that's on that level. Yeah. I mean, it's not on that level, but it's, like, in terms of, like, advertisement. In terms of, like, the buzz and... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I really, I'm not sure I can recommend this if, if you just know you're not going to like this, because I, so I'll, I'll go into my next point, that the, the one of the reasons this game is really hard is not so much the combat, like, when they, everything getting thrown at you. Like, it's manageable if you're just patient and you just... You don't just run into like ten different enemies. You find a good position, maybe like shoot and then hide behind a wall and things like that. Don't just go guns blazing. But the hard part of this game is that it's too long. All the biomes take like an hour and a half to two hours to do. And the problem with that is that like if anytime you get a crash or like your power goes out, you lose two hours of progress instantly. And that's what that's where this game gets really frustrating that it really needs a save system in my opinion because even this is this is like a minor spoiler but when you get this biome four all your progress that you made in biome one to three i think gets erased and you're going to start from scratch again are you sure that's not a bug because <laughs> you know, it might yeah, be but i don't, I don't think seems so very buggy this game based on i don't life. think so. well not that buggy but okay. i think I mean, it's because it, biome one to three is act one and then volume four to six is act two, so I think because it's shaped at X, yeah. and she thinks she's—I don't want to spoil. I won't say. It. But you've but, had uh, you've had some bugs, right? Oh, well, in terms of bugs, nothing. I've had no bugs. Right. I've had a couple crashes, and it was all in the same biome, biome four, because it's a woodsy uh, area with a lot of trees and moving parts to it. When there's a lot of enemies and shooting and like the moving tr- leaves and stuff, it the game just can't handle it because it really is an impressive game. But even then, it, it just can't handle that section for some reason. And it kept crashing in the same biome. I didn't have any crashes anywhere else except that one biome. And it happened like four times. But now that you've played so much of the game, are you still uh, on... Um, the? Are you still of the opinion that they should add uh, a way to save progress? Absolutely. Uh, it's just really frustrating that you can have such a great run. It, I don't think it'd be much of an issue of, of like... You can get through things in like ten minutes, and you probably can't. Once you like get used to the game, it gets a lot easier. Like that's why I think my second like 
playthrough. When I'll just get into it. My what happened was my save got corrupted, and I and it, and it completely just deleted my save. And the, and the one that I had in the cloud was in uh, biome two, two, and I was in five when that happened, or six. I was in six when that happened. So I literally had to go from two to six. And what happened was I went ultra instinct mode and just uh, went from one to four in like 25 minutes. I was just beasting. Like, I don't know what it was. When you, when you just get pissed off and you're just like in gamer mode and you just sit up in your chair a little bit. When I get, when I get pissed off, I get worse at games. Yeah, like you, you, normally you do, but sometimes it's just something and clicks and you're just like, you know what? I'm going to get this shit done. And it Yeah, just, you're just like let's do like, this let's get this finished i told seb this is another reason i'm very hesitant to get this game i can see this happening to me and me then swearing up and down that i that i'm that i'm done with the game and i'm not going to go back to it but then i'm going to remember you know probably how great the gameplay is and how fun it was and how much i want to go back to it and like and then i'll i'll fucking i'll do what seb did probably a lot worse to be fair um but um you know i'll probably just fucking waste another three hours or so and i yeah. only say waste because in this case i've already done that but you know corrupted saves that's what i want them to fix those, those are the two big things make make uh make sure well three big things make corrupted saves not happen or at least almost never happen um manual saves uh and then a lower price point and then yeah. once once those three boxes are ticked i'm in if at least two or three two out of three of those boxes get ticked i'd probably be in yeah, because because you, you like you can technically run by every enemy and just go right to the exit, like in like two minutes. It really you can. It, the problem is, if you're really having a hard time with the boss, you can't just run into a boss with no health items, no, no, uh, not upgrading your health bar, no better guns. So you can technically speed run this game as fast as possible. But the problem is, you, if you're not like a pro gamer at it. You're gonna go into the boss just completely underprepared, and you're just gonna keep constantly dying. So there's, there's no point of rushing through it like that. I, I, there is times where you can do that. Like when I was in biome four to six, and six kept kicking my ass, and that like I was just running through four, getting like specific health items, and then so by the time I got to the final boss, uh, I had four health uh, upgrade, like not upgrades, uh, like healing items. So it was just enough to get me over the boss because I had a hard time with that yeah. boss. I don't know. I think I was just exhausted. Sure. But uh, getting the thing with this game is getting. I think people. I've seen people have problems with the bosses, but in my opinion, the bosses are actually easier than the actually getting to the bosses. It's kind of like Demon Souls, where the journey is harder than the actual boss because the bosses themselves, you keep it as long as you keep a distance and you just constantly move, you shouldn't really have a problem, honestly. And that's that's totally skill dependent, but. I did. I, I beat every boss on the first try except for the second and last one, so I didn't really have a hard time with the bosses. And you can group, you can uh, play them again and fight them again if you want to uh, get some uh, points or whatever. The but yeah. What was your What was your uh, overall play time? I think you said something like ten hours, right? No, 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 longer than that. Uh, it it I gotta include the second playthrough because my save got corrupted. So overall, my PlayStation said I have thirty one hours in it. But I would say it was probably like twenty something hours, yeah. which I think is pretty good because yeah. this is usually not my kind of genre, yeah. personally. And um, I don't like fast paced combat like that. I don't like. I'm terrible at Devil May Cry and Bayonetta. I I'm really good at the Souls games that were that are slower, like the, like because I'm pa very I'm a very patient person. Like Demon Souls, I had zero. Like Demon Souls, I had barely died, honestly. 
Now, I was playing a magic build, but... You really have taken Mitri's place this week. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have a part... Like, I died, but it was more like... There was, like, this one section that, like, my build was just not built for. And I died... It took me, like, three hours to get to that section. But everything else, I didn't really have any issues, personally. Yeah, I'm more of a fast-paced action person. I like my yeah. Kingdom Hearts. I like my Devil May Cry. Yeah. You know, uh, my Devil May Cry Five was my first ever, t uh, first ever time playing uh, a DMC game at all, um, and I bumped up that difficulty after I beat it the first time, and then I think I beat it a second time, and then I bumped it up again, and then I stopped after the first boss because I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. This is I can't. I, I've reached my yeah. skill level. I mean, yeah. I, I no, actually, I got to the second boss, but anyway, it took me a long time, and I still sometimes thought about going back to it. I because I fucking love DMC Five. It's so good. But yeah, so I think I might enjoy Returnal more than I might enjoy something like Dark Souls because I can't stand Dark Souls combat. Uh, I know this is a really weird comparison, but like when I was playing Vampire, uh, Vampire, um, a lot of the mechanics that I was talking about that I didn't like, other people was like, "Oh, that's a Souls thing." I'm like, "Ah, that's why I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like that kind of combat." Yeah, like I said though, I I think Returnal's harder only because in those the Souls games, if you're struggling with a boss, you can. You can spend the time like for you can spend like two to three hours grinding enemies and get to, like level 100 something, and then be way more prepared and stock up on health yeah. items and things like that. You can't that do that sense. in this game. If you die, not only do you die, you get you lose everything and they send you right back to the first biome or the fourth yeah, biome. That's brutal. Yeah, so that's the. Well, they send you back. They send you back to the beginning of the biome that you're in, right? Not like biome one. Right? No, or it's, it's where the where the act is. So if you if you if you're in biome three, you die. You go to one. Uh, if, but if, if in four to six, when you die, you go back to four. So oh, you, don't, okay. you don't have to go all the way to one to six. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. something of a of a reasonable thing to do. Yeah. So so it was. So even though it sucked that I lost my save, it wasn't a huge deal that I lost my save because. Once I got the four, I was kind of I was basically back where where I originally was because at the end of the day, if I die, I'm back at four anyway. So yeah. it, so at the end of the day, it wasn't a huge deal. I didn't. It wasn't like I lost a a big RPG save or I lost eighty hours of my life or anything like that. Like I said, no, it's really, yeah, that, that I wouldn't. If that was the case, I wouldn't go back to this game. I'd be done. But since this game is built to like you can speed run if you're just just having a great run, it wasn't as big of a deal as it as it could have been. Like, but I was furious. It kind yeah, of, you, were it, you were pissed. I was pissed. That yeah. RPG thing, though, if you like, it lost up eight hours of progress. That's that's the kind of thing that makes me want um, games to have a feature like a DVD does, where you can chapter select just yeah. from the get go without having even played yeah. any of it. Because if you think about it, it it's kind of that thing where it's like, oh, you you don't want players to play the end of the game. Um, right from the get go, without playing the rest of it. But who's gonna do that? No one does that with a movie or a TV show. Yeah, I mean the, the card system on PS Five was kind of supposed to do that. Like I know, like in Demon Souls, you can teleport using the cards or something like that. You know, those like is this Yu Gi Oh? Yeah, but I think yeah. I think those are more for like side activities and clearing they are, that stuff. But I think they can trap. I, I I could be totally wrong, but I, I remember them like teleporting you to certain levels if you wanted to, and people were upset about that. You probably need the. The levels unlocked first, though, right? That's probably what it is, but I, I do think you, I'm pretty sure you can teleport to levels with that right. or something. Yeah. Well, anyway. Well, um, but, uh, overall, like I said, uh, my game of the year, uh, just, I really hope they added a save system. And then, uh, and I, when, when I tell you the, the biggest, most difficult thing is the long length of the, of the biomes, like, because you can lose two hours of play time 
because of this game like and because of a, something out of your control so that's the difficulty is more is more the length than anything in my opinion so sure. yeah good game great uh doria what's your what's your spotlight this, so that... i'm gonna i'm gonna shine a shine a spotlight on a couple couple i'm games. loving this One, already the spotlight thing yeah well you know we're, we're all magicians here obviously we get it right on the first try not the 40th try um but um yeah yeah so uh i finally gave up on blood roots i finally i finally admitted to myself i'm not enjoying it uh i i get frustrated with it and i don't like when i get frustrated games unless it's kingdom hearts and then i'll bear and grin it um but that's like one of my exceptions because i love the story i love the characters you know blah 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 but I finally admitted to myself I wasn't enjoying it as much as I wanted to. I mean, I, I like Blood Roots. I think it's got excellent animation. I think uh, when you get a good run, it feels great. Um, the weapons are diverse and interesting. But the, the problem was I, I just can't stand games where you die in one hit for the most part, right? I, I just, for me, like, that's just a very unforgiving kind of thing. And unless your game is really short, I think I put four or five hours into it before giving up. I just find it a very kind of tedious thing. Um, I don't mind it in short bursts, but this is the whole game. And I had problems where, it was a couple nights ago, where I would keep dying to enemies because I either didn't see them or because they blended into the background or, like, uh, I would miss. Um, you know, it's, it's very easy, at least for me. I don't know. Uh, get good, right? But uh, maybe I just, like... I like I would I would strike at, at an enemy and it would just miss them by like a hair's you know a hair's breadth or whatever and then they just kill me or you know or I wouldn't plan things out well enough and I'd try to run away and they would always catch up to me and kill me which for a guy named Wolf seems a bit counterintuitive but so, whatever so so there's always one you always always one hit or you, and you die in that game always it's always it's always one hit I it's, uh, I, as far I as like I got that. I I got past the first major boss which took me. I think the game told me 36 tries, uh, and I and I had to come back to it at one point because I, I, I remember talking about it a few weeks ago, but I was very frustrated. Um, and it's just like I've got other games on the Switch I'd rather be playing, right? I, like I, I want to be playing Nino Kuni at some point. Um, I just downloaded uh, There Is No Game um, and uh, another game I can't remember the name of. Um, but yeah, uh, Super Crush KO or something. So, like, I want to be playing other games. You know, I don't mind that the game is tough. And I and like I said, there are things I love about it, the animation. It seemed like they were actually trying to build a story, um, which could have been cool. But I just got to admit to myself that I'm getting too frustrated playing it. And it's, like, not fun for me at this point. Um, it just feels, for me, too unforgiving. Like, like, James and I were talking about this. And he's like, well, they have great checkpoints. And that's why I never got frustrated. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know that the checkpoints are that great. They're just kind of area by area checkpoints. It seems pretty bog standard for me in the. In, you know, it is, but I think um, it's totally fine that the game is not for you. Um, yeah. I just, I personally disagree with the assessment that it's too punishing. Is that, is that what you would assess yeah. as? I because that's generally what I think. I feel yeah. like the checkpoint system, um, and the fact that you respawn so quickly. Um, is sort of I feel like the whole game in that way is based around the fact that they want you to try over and over and over again without punishing you too badly so that you can try over and over again until you practice enough and get it down yeah I think the practice the at, at first you know uh, before and after the first boss I think the practicing was fun and interesting 
but I think eventually I just got nervous about dying, and so I would abandon certain weapons, or I wouldn't take risks that I think the game wanted me to. Uh, and I think also I just get overwhelmed by the choices. I'm like, wait, you know, I should have picked that, or I didn't see that guy, I didn't know he was there, and it just gets... For me, it gets frustrating. I think I just don't have the tolerance for it like other people do, which I think is fine, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I knew I was taking a risk on this game. I knew that I might not like it because uh, it's not typically my thing. But even before, like, James had his review that I enjoyed um, and kind of, like, pushed me over the edge to, like, kind of, like, buy it, um, I was, you know, I was thinking about getting it because it was pretty cheap and it looked fun. Uh, and, I, you know, I liked it. I liked the animation. The animation definitely struck me as different and interesting. But... Yeah, I kind of gave up on Blood Roots, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be okay with that. I mean, maybe at some point I'll go back to it. Um, it is definitely one of those games you can pick up and and play for a little bit, and then put back down, which is nice. And you know, the um, silver lining is that now you know you don't like it, so you have to wonder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I went and played. Uh, and we're not gonna talk about the length, uh, but this is more of a joke for James. But then I went and played uh, Hades for 15, 20 minutes just to remind myself that I'm okay at video games sometimes. We almost uh, made it through <laughs> this segment without talking about Hades for I once. Know, amazing. Uh, but yeah, uh, the other game I want to talk about more seriously is uh, Hitman Three. Uh, I just rolled credits on it. I. This is another case of me having to accept my limits. I I was putting undue pressure on myself because once I finish the level, I'm like, okay, I have to go back. I have to redo this whole thing. I have to do it different ways. I have to kill people different ways. I have to get different costumes. I have to get as many things as possible. And you know, we've been, I you know, I I've been seeing stuff about Hitman Three lately with all the DLC coming out, and then also people just been talking about Hitman. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to finish the goddamn story. If I like this game enough, eventually I will go back to it. I will make time for it. I will replay levels. Because that's what I did with the first two levels. The um, the level where you're uh, in the in the really tall building, and then the level where uh, you're basically a detective. I did those to death. What made you put it down? Um, it in January, right? So. Yeah, yeah. I think, it was, I think it was the undue expectations I was putting on myself. Because it was okay. like... This is a Hitman game. I've got to replay every level multiple times. Plus, at the time, I was thinking about playing a review or doing a review, except, excuse me, writing a review for Hitman 3. And so that put even more, you know, it's me putting pressure on myself, to be clear. Yeah. But I, it was me putting even more pressure, like, well, now I've got to do everything in this game. Yeah. And then I just completely, like, overwhelmed myself, and I was like, yeah. I just can't. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, my, the nature of me is I like to jump to different games. When I'm done with a game, I'm done with a game. I, I don't I don't like the kind of gameplay structure where they want you to replay the same level, like, 20 times. Like, I kind of want yeah. to move on. And that's, yeah, that's, that's why I'm not crazy about these games as much. I Yeah, I was loving the game as well. I'm in the exact same camp. Um I jumped off it after, like, as much as I was loving the game, I jumped off it sort of during the second level because it's yeah. kind of like, because I was trying to do everything in that first level and then try and do everything in the second level and it's part of my brain just won't let me move on until I've done all of the challenges and stuff in each level. Yeah. But it takes so long and it, it's so long. You're, playing, you're doing the same thing over and over again in a way and yeah. it, is, it is fun. It's just eventually it's kind of like, Okay, I'd rather be playing something else now. Yeah. So I so what I did is I only had a few missions left. The game's incredibly short as you just blast through it. Um, and so, uh, which is why, of course, replaying is encouraged. And I think it's great. Um, I, I love the replays. It's just, I think, the way my brain was working, I basically had a, 
you know, kind of, to, to use a phrase, like kind of just pull a switch and go like, okay, no, like we're not doing that anymore. I'm going to just go through this game, and if I love it so much, I'll go back to it. But yeah, I have some funny stories about the last few missions, so um, no major spoilers or anything like that. And I'm not even going to talk about the story because I personally don't care about it. Um, but basically, uh, in the third to last mission um, where you're in China, I believe, um, basically a very pretty level, lots of neon lights, very, very pretty. Um, I did the first uh, the first kill almost perfectly. Um, it was flawless, honestly. I was very impressed and surprised with myself because it had been a long time since I'd played. Um, and then I, I had had a bunch of mess-ups prior, but I was doing the whole save scumming thing. Um, but, like, when I actually found the target, like, first try, I, I killed them pretty flawlessly. It was a pretty good setup. But the second one, everything went wrong. Like, I had to redo this a bunch of times because I just wasn't going to redo the whole level or whatever. Um, and honestly, this game encourages save scumming. It's not even really scummy because the game auto-saves at almost every, every like, minute or five minutes or something. And you can manually save whenever you want. So clearly, IO want you to save whenever you want so you can try as many times in many different ways. So I don't really consider it save scumming, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so the second one just went horribly wrong. Um, I got, I killed the target, but I got caught, uh, I think on camera doing it and, uh, he like fell into the camera's purview or, or something stupid like that. And I, and I just got caught and, um, I had to basically like shoot my way out of there. I had to hide for a little bit, shoot my way out of there. Uh, and then I decided to not let go of my gun because I didn't, I didn't want to be unarmed if I ran into any more trouble. So just everyone had little white bubbles above them basically being like you know because i was running on around with a gun and i didn't have the right the right outfit so i wasn't supposed to so it was just this funny thing of like scrambling for an exit and like eventually i got onto a train and i got away but i i it was it was exhilarating and ridiculous at the same time it was very fun yeah i i've had moments like that where it feels fun in the moment, but you kind of feel at the end like you've boxed up, you know? <laughs> I don't get like that. I, I'm just glad that, that I got my objective done, and, and honestly, I'm more so laughing than kicking myself. Um, but that's, Fair I enough. mean, that's my personal reaction. Um, and then the other level just w went to hell really fast. Um, so this is the winery level, um, and you're basically after two different targets. Um, I think I got the first target pretty well. Yeah, so it was weird because it seemed like I was compromised as soon as I killed them, but then everybody just kind of didn't know that it was me who did it, so I got away. Uh, and then I had to dress up as a winery worker, and I, I subdued them. I didn't kill them. I try not to kill non-targets. But then this is where everything went wrong, because somebody looked over a fucking balcony and saw the body... And knocked out and me having done it and i just went but you like the game wants you to get this specific winery worker in this specific location but yet i still somehow got caught even though i did what the game wanted me to so i was like all right fuck it so then i went loud for the rest of the mission and i just i killed so many <laughs> i killed so many people um i did this whole thing that you can you maybe you all have seen on dan tack stream 
But I went into a bathroom and I let all the guards come in single file and I just boop, boop with a crowbar, boop, boop with a crowbar, boop, boop with a crowbar. And I just did it over and over and over again uh, until eventually I was, because the AI is fucking stupid. They got a couple shots on me every now and then, but I'd always hide in the corner. Damn, you had, um, a, you had a full on graveyard. I, it was, <laughs> I had like five or six bodies on top of each other, all knocked out. Uh, and then at that point, I went extra loud, and then I just started killing people. And then eventually, a bunch of tries later, I eventually got the target, killed them, and then kept my gun on me again. Uh, I was supposed to meet up with a character, but I had fucked everything up so badly that when I walked up to her and she noticed that the guards were following me, she's like, oh, God damn it, or something like that in a British accent. And so I had to fucking ditch it to the winery plantation or whatever you want to call it. Um, and, uh, and then I got away um last yeah. thing i'll talk about oh, well, that, go ahead. That, that sort of reminds me uh I, I don't know if you've seen that video of the person who um killed every single person killed every single character on um on that uh, level with the the wine factory or whatever yeah yeah with the presser and they uh i just i love the fact that io has to account for the fact it, when they're like making the game technically proficient and so it doesn't crash and stuff they have to yep. account for the fact that you could technically kill every single npc in the level and put them in a presser yeah i i've seen that in highlight reel uh it's so good uh i i love that clip and and all clips like it honestly uh there's all it's also great it this game is stable enough that if you have a bo uh, bodies, uh, a bunch of bodies in a bathroom, and you throw a grenade on top of them, like a frag grenade, the game will not crash. It might, it might, frames might drop drastically for a little bit, but it doesn't crash. Uh, and then, and then the frames come back right up. So, this game's amazing in terms of stability. They've really got to account for anything because it's Hitman. Um, I do want to talk about the last level again. No major story spoilers because I couldn't care less about the story. That's not why I play Hitman games personally. I know other people love it. Good for you, but not my thing. Um, this was fun. Uh, the last, I won't say too much, but the last mission is a lot different than everything else. And I really liked it, actually. Um, I understand completely why Hitman fans might not like it, um, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, the I will say it definitely highlights how iffy the shooting can be, but honestly, that wonkiness kind of feels at home with the game where you're not really supposed to be shooting unless, like, you've got a silenced pistol and someone's got their back turned to you or something like that, or you've got a sniper rifle. Um, yeah, the game's really not not made for a third-person shooter at all. Um, but yeah, I thought overall this game's really great. Um, easy, you know, easy, like, 4 out of 5, 8 out of 10, maybe 9 out of 10, honestly. Um, I, and I don't even care about the story. I still think it's a 9 out of 10 just for the, just for the gameplay alone. Um, so kind of similar to Seb with Returnal. But yeah. Fair enough. Um, I don't have any, as I said, um, because I, I mean, I did finish Resident Evil 8, but I'm going to save that for the spoiler cast. General um, feelings. I want to know your general feelings. What okay. are your general feelings about the third act? That's what I, personally. On the third think. act. Um, I thought it, it holds up better than Resident Evil 7 did in the third act. Yeah. Um, there is a tonal shift without spoiling anything that I really enjoyed um and that's that's all i have really without referring to my notes but but overall you really enjoyed it or overall um ethan is a an idiot <laughs> i will reiterate 
Absolutely. Uh, big, big dope award 2021. If we if we do the award show this year, we got to award Ethan Winters with a big dope award. That's 100. Now that you said that, we're definitely doing that. That is an award yeah. we're handing out. And he's I've got two it. great ideas in one video, y'all. Two great ideas. It's two more than I usually have. <laughs> uh, and with that, um, well, well, there's no impressions this week because um, nothing came out. Right? No, nothing came out, right? Absolute uh, laziness from the devs in the video game industry. Uh, this lazy week. devs. There was uh, Knockout City. It was free for a week, I think. And no, that, that's, that, that's that didn't come this week. That's, that's, that's free next today. week. Oh, next week. week. I it came out yeah, I think I think it was delayed too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did, I definitely feel like I would have heard of that. Um, yeah, mildly delayed, by the way, very mildly. I thought it came out in yeah, they said May or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it's supposed to come out next Friday or something. Okay. I think it got delayed because there's an Epic Game Store mix-up. Anyway. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, if <laughs> if you have any, if anyone has any information, uh, and we're wrong about the release date of Knockout City, uh, please feel free uh, <laughs> like not it. to write to us because we don't care. <laughs> Say that like the computer's not in front of me. Um, do you want to look it up or should we just move around? We can just move around. Okay. Um, Okay, well then we're going to move right on to a word from our sponsor. Hey, what should we do for this week's sponsor? Why don't we do a bit about Deathloop and Deja Vu? Hey, what should we do for this week's sponsor? Why don't we do a bit about Deathloop and Deja Vu? Hey, what should we do for this week's sponsor? Why don't we do a bit about Deathloop and... Wait a second. Do you ever feel like, uh, James, that you're in a loop, you know, and you just can't get out of that loop and you just want to die and you crave death within that loop? No, surprisingly. I don't think I've ever had that experience. God damn it, James. Take the bait. Um, speaking of... It's called work. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yes. So a bunch of companies... A bunch of outlets, sorry, uh, released previews for Deathloop. We've watched or read some of them. Um, I've watched IGN and GameSpot. Um, Dory, what have you watched or read? I have watched uh, IGN. And Seb? I watched Kind of Funnies. Uh, and I read ah, so you of... got the big, long podcast extended version. Yeah. Excellent. Um, we, we're all about variety on this show. That's right. <laughs> um, did you pick up anything interesting from listening to people talk about it rather than... Because like, me and Dory, we watched like, the short five-minute videos. Um, yeah. But you got the well, full... Well, they they watched like a ninety minute or two hour like gameplay showcase, but they couldn't talk about like half of it because they're still under like the rules and everything, so, right? And the NDAs or whatever they're called. So yeah, um, so th- there was a lot of story elements that it, they didn't mention. They didn't they really couldn't talk about, but they did say like Colt talks like a uh he like he fits like the time period in the sixties. Like he has like a certain way he talks, like an accent. Like a, it sounds like a black guy in the sixties. Um. But the other the other lady, uh, forget her, I'm forgetting Liana? her name. Yeah, yeah, she sounds like a modern person. So it, maybe there's something to that. Like she's in the that she does time travel or whatever. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I'm just piecing the stories together. No, that that uh, makes sense because if you think about it, it's a time loop. Yeah. So maybe exactly. I mean they're messing with time, right? Yeah. So I mean it wouldn't be completely out of the question for something like that to be. Yeah. Like time travel as a bigger yeah, theme. I think there's something to that. Uh, yeah. So the game focuses on Colt, 
and they said he's uh he's he's aware that he's in the time loop uh so he's not like some he's not totally he's not ethan he's like i don't know what's going on what the hell is this <laughs> what my what? hands <laughs> yeah but uh he needs to eliminate eight targets to get out of this loop and uh and and then and then this game has a day and night cycle which kind of reminds me of pokemon snap but... yeah so um the ign preview went into this a yeah. bit so with the day and night cycle it sort of changes the map depending on the time of day. Um, yeah. And so, like, if you go to this place at nighttime, there'll be, like, a party going on. Or if you go there earlier, it'll be quieter. And that changes, like, the opportunities that you have for assassinating these targets. Um, and also with the eight people um, that you need to assassinate, there is a way, apparently, to get them all in the same room uh, mm. uh, so you can kill them all at once. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the is the that... interesting thing, Go ahead. Go ahead. the the interesting thing to me um, that I learned in the previews is that it's not a roguelite. No. Um, yeah. Even though it's like that too. Yeah. Um, so what is the deal? If you kill one of the targets, they stay dead. Uh, I I I don't I'm not sure on that one. I probably, but I I just know that the uh, weapons and the gear that you acquire in this game is permanent. Right. So you don't lose everything on a run, and uh, so even if you fail, you get to keep certain things. But I'm not sure on the enemy if you, if, you, if they stay dead or not. Personally, but maybe I, I feel like it's like Hitman. Like you know, you, you replay a level, and like all the person you kill is back. So I guess it's, I guess it would be like that. But I'm I'm not entirely sure. Yes. Um. Did you see? I swear I saw an article, um, that said. That you could technically play it as a co-op game, mm. because you've you got can. the th- you've got the yeah. thing where um what what's the other character's name? Sorry. Yeah, what's the other one, Dory? What? What's the lady's name in the Death Loop? Oh, Juliana. Juliana. Yeah. yeah. So if you're playing as Juliana, you can hop into someone else's game. I, I reckon. I yeah, assume. And you you don't have to actually hunt down whoever's playing uh, Cold. Yeah. You could like work together. Yeah, you technically. Can, they said they said uh, in the IGN when I caught that they said that you could co-op it entirely if you wanted to. It just depends. It just depends on who is playing and what their intentions are and stuff like that. I mean, that's the huge wrinkle in all this. I think that that could be the um, the first example of a game uh, where you can choose whether you want to be playing it co-op or um, like trying to take out the other player within the same context because i can't think of i can't think of another game that does anything like that i mean this seems like the most unique game i mean like to come out in years gta online or red dead online are the only things that i can think of but those are more like mmos yeah that's fair you mean co-op and invasions that well yeah like the soul games did that uh oh you can summon players and they can either help you or they can attack you. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. true. There you yeah. go then. Um, that's the big comparison. I stand that. corrected. Not yep. since the Souls games has this mechanic been used. So I'm, I'm reading like right now that like, like uh, the levels are always the same in terms of like you can get intel. You, like it's kind of like Hitman. There's a big, it's a big area, big open. That was the big comparison was Hitman. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you can like hear two guards talking about something. 
and then you can always like replay the level and it would be the same and you just and you'll know you you always know how to tackle the same level in different ways you know what i mean just from intel you learned from the previous run so yeah. it's not it's not roguelike because it's not randomly generated it's always the same yeah yeah and it's also change. not roguelike because um, progression you know there's progression too when you die you don't yeah. lose everything yeah but it also so it's not has random. it's not random it yeah. also has that sort of disorder dna oh yeah um, where For it's sure. like For it sure. is a like an immersive sim which yeah. is the kind of that's kind of the thing putting me off because i i bounce off dishonored hard every time i try and play it oh yes i did too, me too. I did too. oh my god yes <laughs> I, I always feel so weird about the fact that yeah. i felt like i should have loved dishonored but i because everyone always it. says it's like the best thing ever which is yeah which is kind of funny because like dishonored 2 didn't sell very well I don't think. I think it's a more of a cult classic now. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it didn't sell very well. Like, they were hoping. I don't, I don't know, personally. But, yeah, I never got into a lot of the but, Arcane Studios stuff, Prey, yeah. or... Yeah. I, I still want to try Prey, but, yeah, I tried Dishonored, and I just... I think I got, like, a couple hours into it, and then I just got tired of it. I think I was lost, yeah. or I couldn't find anything, and it just yeah. seemed very disorganized. That's, what, that's what's keeping me hyped for this game, is that I'm not, I'm just not a big... I haven't been a big fan of their games yet, Arcane Studios, so I, yeah. this game seems like seems like it's better maybe but it's just more i always of the same. feel like they're doing cool shit like they're all they're always doing like their own thing and i respect that and so yeah. i've always i think i've always wanted to play to like arcane uh an arcane game and uh, they got a great name too um but yeah i just have never never gotten into any of their games yeah yeah but I, well, um, the one thing that does stand out too is it has supernatural abilities and powers yeah. and things like that. It kind of reminded me of Bioshock a little bit, I guess, because you can levitate yeah. objects and things like that. And yeah. it's first person. Because uh, it says like you can sneak up on guards. And, like, I mean, can you go invisible or something? Oh, he tosses them in the air and with a flick of a wrist, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and then he shoots like... them, which yeah. is pretty cool. I did see yeah, that. It seems yeah. like the gunplay is going to be very precise and you're going to be able to mesh it with uh, some cool psionic psychic powers or whatever. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah, but so, uh, so with me is like, I don't try to like equate games with pricing, but like, it's my problem, kind of my problem with the Hitman series is like for $60, I don't want like a short game where I can assassinate everybody in like a couple hours if I really wanted to well, and I'd, be, I'd, be done I'd, with it. You know? I think the thing is, it, it's like... Um... It's like, here's an example you'll understand. It's like Resident Evil. Yeah. It's it's short, but it's designed yeah, yeah. to be replayed multiple times, and that's, that's where the value comes from. Yeah, that's true. No, I agree. But still, and 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 they they do have so they not only have they they have like eight different or four different places, and then between that they have like three different time zones, and then. I think there's another variation besides that. I, I I can't remember all the variations, but yeah, there's a lot of different ways to play this game. I think I can't remember how many um, maps there are. I think there's four or maybe eight. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This guy shouldn't have a hard time with eight targets. Sora had to take on thirteen targets. So I, mean, it's, I feel like I feel like this guy's not even trying. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. uh, there's my story. That's my Kingdom Hearts joke. But yeah, no, I, I think seriously, I think this game looks cool. I. I I didn't like the way that when you stealth killed enemies, I it looked weird to me. I don't know if that's the immersive sim stuff, but I didn't like the way the bodies moved or the blood was rendered. It was something weird about the way that it happened. Like I'm not 
you know, I'm not that opposed. I played The Last of Us Part Two, you know, I, I, or I played Doom Eternal. You know, I'm not like against gory games, but there was just something off-putting about the way that they like stuck the knife in someone's back and then they like kind of twisted and moved and the blood. I don't, it's just weird. I don't know if anybody else got that. I just gratuitous. I, I saw that multiple times and I just no. was like kind of weirded out. Yeah, doesn't doesn't bother me personally, but okay. Yeah, I didn't I didn't notice it too much. Um, but yeah, I guess I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, this is Hitman with, mixed with Looper. That's the game. There you go. Um, Looper. Yeah. For more insightful video game commentary, uh, subscribe to PS Premiere. <laughs> um, Looper. Next. I don't even know her. All right. All right okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I like that joke. That's why. That's why I laughed. Um, All right. Anyway, next on the agenda, Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest um, makes a return this year, uh, only this time it's taken a different form. Um, there's probably some joke there about uh, like a shapeshifter or, some, or a transformer or something. I don't know. I'll leave Jory. You know, Jory. I'll leave the jokes to this. you. I don't know where you're okay. going with this. Right. I have no idea. You got nothing. All right. No. Um. Well, anyway. I do. I want to say I'm very. I'm a big fan of the way that they're changing up the format because I. Yes. I thought Summerfest was so drawn out last year. I I stopped caring pretty early on. I just like I just want one discrete event that gives me a certain amount of previews <laughs> and I can just follow and like all of us can do live commentary on if we want. I don't want to do a fucking, you know, watch something every goddamn day or whatever for a week. Summer Game Fest. Summer Game Fest so last year was basically a sticker that Jeff Keighley handed out to developers uh, and publishers. So, hey, put this on your uh, reveal trailer that you're going to put on Twitter. Um, but this time, yeah. it's going to be like a two hour event. Um, that's gonna like I mean similar to a Gamescom opening night live or an E3 conference. Um, Jeff, well, the one of the things I like about Jeff Keighley is that he's a big proponent of live shows like that. In an era where Nintendo Direct is the trend, uh, Jeff really feels like he's pushing for more of these live shows. Um. Yeah. And I really appreciate that because I like those. Uh, and this seems like it's going to be another one of those. I like both. I just don't like when a guy goes on stage and like talks about their company for like ten minutes and uh, like all the PR stuff, and then they do dev diaries. And I, I will also I say, to be fair to Jeff Keighley, you know, the pandemic happened, and then the I think E three was canceled all of a sudden, and then summer games happened. You know, I, I sure I, you can't have a jump into action. I, Right, as as resourceful and well connected as Keeley is, I I think honestly, it makes sense that the first attempt is going to be a little wonky and and have some defects, while the second attempt is going to be more refined. I mean, he's had a whole year to think about it, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's break down the information here. Um, apparently there's going to be twenty or thirty games. Uh, Seb, where's that from? Is that from Keeley himself? That's from Keeley himself. He did an interview. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's going to be uh, a lot of live service games um, mm. in the event, which is 
I heard that. That, get, that, that gets me a little like yeah. less hyped. I think that. Get, I don't know why he would say that, as if yeah, that's I a don't selling know why point. You would tell your audience that. I don't. That seems like a mistake. I mean, he's a yeah. big Fortnite guy, right? Maybe he thinks yeah, other people are as well. Um, I mean, other people are. It's a popular game. What can I say? Um, and he also said, I think there are going to be some big announcements and long-awaited things. Um, and of course, everyone speculates Elden Ring. Um, he actually did a Q&A live stream on Twitch the other day. And I asked him uh, why he thinks people associate him with Elden Ring. Um, and he says he doesn't know, which makes sense. But um, no, I, I think I think it's just because Elden Ring is like the most highly anticipated game at the moment, and he's the guy with the announcements. He's his, he's his guy. Sorry, he is the guy with his hand in the cookie jar. Yeah, so to speak. That's exactly why, because people are expect we're expecting to see Elden Ring at the Game Awards, and then they're expecting to see it here. So he's like he's always the guy that has the big show. Like he's like the face of video games now. I would think like he's like he basically owns like the two biggest shows in gaming now. Like I don't know. Here's my question for you guys. Like this is like right before E3, and I don't think this is really part of E3. I, I, like I'm not sh- like it's kind of tying in. I don't know if it's like a competitor now. I reckon he's just put it here because he values the um, the spirit of E3. Putting it um, all together. Where yeah, where it's all in the same sort of weekend. Yeah, but it's but it's but it seems like kind of like it's a competitor like competitor to E3 now. Like I don't I know. Mean, I, I'm not treating it like that, but it, it does feel like putting it right before E3 does feel like it's, here's my show. Yeah, it's probably a competitor to E3 in the same way the EA Play was uh, in previous yeah. years, yeah. where it's right alongside and it's not associated with E3, but no, it's not really taking anything away from E3. No, unless we get like a major announcements from like big studios, but. My, I would Which say my expectations, yeah, my expectations yeah. are not super high. I'm expecting a lot of indies, like more, more of the game award announcements we got. Maybe we'll see more uh, trailers for those games and gameplay and things like that. Uh, I can't wait for the newsflash: uh, CEO of ESA to uh, fight uh, Jeff Keighley in a, bo- a celebrity boxing match. That'll be great. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I've ever, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, um, but I was um, me and my a friend of mine were queuing outside a game store for the midnight launch of Final Fantasy XV. Um, and we had our, another friend who couldn't make it. Um, but he wanted to come, but he couldn't make it. So we just... Um, we kept messaging him, saying all these crazy things, like, oh my god, it's, it's so great. Uh, uh, Hideo Kojima's here, he's signing autographs. Um, and all this weird stuff. And it got to the point where we were saying, like... Okay, um, Phil Spencer and Andrew House are having a boxing match uh, <laughs> outside the store, uh, and Jeff Keighley's handing out flyers. Uh, and he actually, the thing is, I swear to God, he believed it because we also said that Nolan North was there. And then when I got home, I photoshopped pictures of us with Nolan North, and like they looked pretty real. So I'm wow, pretty you sure he really it. went above and beyond on this I prank, did. dude. I did. Like, wow. Um, and it was worth it. Uh, it was so worth it. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I mean, back to James. Yeah. So uh, I mean, 
I go all out for for a joke. So, you know, there you go. Um, but yeah, back to Summer Game Fest. Um, I I reckon there's going to be one or two big things there. I would love I would love any any details at all about Horizon or no I'm not I'm not expecting this I'm just this is these are things I want, but um you know I would love any details at all about Horizon a specific release date I don't think they've given us a specific one right? No uh, no okay I, mean, I, I, th- I think fall. it's actually no, we, yeah, no, no, I think it just said 2021 or did it say fall I think it said fall 2021 yeah Sony's not at E3 so that has potential yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, and less potential is something about God of War. I know that's probably not going to happen. Definitely Just not. something, anything. Um, We're still maybe, working on it. Be maybe a, maybe an initial trailer. It, yeah. yeah. It, it really depends where Sony Either. where Sony does their show because Sony can do their show in like July, or they can do yeah. it like before or a week before. You know what I mean? If if it's if it's like July, then they're probably going to keep. No, they're gonna keep everything close to the chest, and yeah, I think sleep. the only thing they would talk about then is the indies that they hyped up before, and then maybe Horizon. They probably wouldn't say anything about God of War. Yeah, you might see like Stray or Little Devil Inside or something like, or Solar Ash or something. Like that. Yeah. Do you know why? Um, why I really want, and I was just I was thinking about this earlier today actually, uh, and it's kind of out of left field, but I really want the documentary for the last of us part two already mm. it's about time come on give us that are documentary i think i do one did they say they were gonna do one um as far as i'm aware they've recorded stuff mm-hmm. for it um like during development but i have no idea uh i have no idea if they're actually going to put something out but i hope to god they gra- do grounded part two yeah, I mean, I can, I can imagine the the um, the leaks and and stuff kind of soured things on that front. Yeah. So, I just I really hope it's it would be such an interesting thing to watch that sort of unfold. Yeah. Um, so, so James, uh, what games are you are you hoping to see at at this show? Like anything particularly like you're hoping to see? I'm always hoping for Resistance Four. Yeah, um, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. It's not gonna happen. No, but, but pretty, I'd be cool with that too. We should I would just also love something about any new information about Kingdom Hearts and where that series is going. I mm-hmm. I don't expect that either, but I know we are getting closer and closer to anniversary. I think twentieth anniversary is this year for Kingdom Hearts one. Next uh, year. Next year. Okay, I I couldn't remember. Yeah, it came out two thousand two. But yeah, we're getting as we're getting closer and closer to the anniversary. I know they were teasing that they're going to have big announcements. So I keep yeah. hoping every time there's a big conference like E3 or Summer Games Fest or uh, the Game Awards that we're going to yeah. get something about Kingdom Hearts Four. But yeah, we're we're not going to see it at, at this show because Square Enix is doing their own. Uh, That's true. E3 That's true. conference, but. Uh, yeah. That and also, there's a rumor there's another Final Fantasy game that's coming exclusive to PlayStation. It's just a rumor right now, but yeah. it doesn't surprise me because Sony and Square Enix are like buddies right now, and they're getting all the deals, license deals with them. So you yeah. know, wait a second. There have been a lot of rumors about Silent Hills. Would you? And, and of course, Keeley is very good friends with Kojima. I mean, I know yeah, I don't yeah. think Kojima's working on Hills anymore, but still, I I don't know. He's got those connections with <laughs> Kojima, so it stands to reason he might have connections with people at konami in general maybe yeah 
I agree. There's there's still the Konami's up to something right now. There's 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 still I've still seen a lot of like things in the air about like they have they have things upcoming in the summer like it could They've be Silent so Hill quiet. or it could be Metal Gear Solid or something like that. I yeah, just know it's associated so with a PlayStation, but I, I, I'm not an insider. But from what I'm gathered, they're up to something. They've just been holding it until the summer. Speaking I, of, I can't wait till Silent Hills the Pachinko Machine. If, if they show Silent Hill and it's a remake and it's like on PS5, I'll, I'll, yeah. I will cry on stream. So I mean, speaking. Uh, uh, there we speak, go. That's what I was waiting for. Sp- speaking of Konami, um, I did hear a rumor that Alucard is Dracula spelled backwards. I don't know if there's any truth to that. It's true. Seems is it? seems iffy. It seems is I think we need a source. Will they just wait on that one? Can just um, write it out. <laughs> get a piece of paper and just write it. You'll see. I I need something more concrete than that, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, if I was a betting man, um, I would say that there's probably a good chance we'll see something from Capcom, perhaps. If not at this, sh- if not at this show, then at Microsoft, pff, I don't know. Um, Dino Crisis. <laughs> yep. C D R A C U L A. Dracula. There we go. I'm not buying it. Called mystery. I'm not buying it. Um, wrote my goddamn graduation ceremony flyer. So, what game would you want to see from Capcom, James? I don't know. Um. Because they have their three big franchises. Well, okay, their four big franchises are Monster Hunter, Resident Evil, DMC, and Mega Man, right? Um, maybe and a new Mar- Mega Man game. Is it time for that? And Marvel vs. Capcom too. It's very popular. That is Street wrong. Okay, we're missing a lot. But um, yeah, maybe a new Mega Man. I can see that. My, per, my personal hope, and I don't expect it, but I, my personal hope is I'm, I'm dying for a Dino Crisis remake. If you guys ever played that, which if you don't know what Dino Crisis is, it's Resident Evil with dinosaurs. I know there's a lot uh, of I know there's a lot of outcry for that. Yeah, I, I'd probably I imagine we'd see Resident Evil Four remake before that though. Oh yeah, yeah I don't even expect that to happen, but but you never know. You never know. I think we should move on. Do you guys want to move on? I never want to move on. I want to cling to the past and just be robbed of all my money for nostalgic purposes by large multinational corporations. Yes, I want Excellent. to be stuck in a loop. I want to be stuck in a loop. All right, we're moving on um, <laughs> to The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. I swear to God, we talk about The Last of Us Part 2 every week on this podcast. Honestly, take, I wouldn't even recommend this, but take a shot You know, every time we talk about The Last of Us Part 2 on a goddamn podcast here. That want... would be a great way to die. I'm looking for a new member. Be. New members every yeah. week. <laughs> uh yes yeah, so and in breaking news this podcast has been killing people left and right <laughs> uh the last of us part two was given a 60 fps patch on ps5 it got the ps5 patch i don't know whether to be excited or disappointed because this means we're not getting a remaster right yeah Pro- that's true i didn't even think about that but probably i mean i don't need a fucking look the game is gorgeous. I don't. I don't need. I didn't even need this. Um, and honestly, I can't imagine going back and playing it again. But I mean, I, I, this has definitely made me think about playing it again. I just can't. Yeah. I think the big important takeaway from this is what they said at the end of their statement, and someone quoted it. That's how I know because I didn't. I didn't even read the statement. Um, but it was something like, "We'll have more updates for you 
about uh, PS5 stuff in the future or something like that. Which leads me to believe that multiplayer is probably going to be PS5 only, maybe. Um, or or that it's going to be a bundle, or I don't know. I mean, again, I, I really, uh, I can't stress enough that I really want uh, Naughty Dog to just really upset the trolls and just force people uh, to, who hate the game so much to rebuy it so they can have to play factions. Yeah. But anyway. So I have, a, I have a couple points. Like, first of all, I thought it was a little weird that they uh, announced this with Uncharted 4 like on their Twitter page because it's the fifth anniversary and we're getting yeah. it the last of us part two PS five version over even before uncharted four. So I thought that was kind of I mean, weird. It not makes deal, sense. It, it makes weird. sense. I think because not from a marketing perspective, but because the last of us part two is their most recent game and they'd want to get the patch out for that first. I get like that. they focus just... on that. It's just kind of weird seeing Uncharted. Like their 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 Twitter profile picture right yeah, now yeah. is uh, Uncharted, uh, but that's not a big deal. Uh, second, uh, I I don't think I'm gonna play this again. I, I would play it if it had a new trophy list. I'd probably go back and play it, but since it's like the same game, just I same trophies. I I genuinely believe I will play this game at least. 70 times in my lifetime yeah me see me me and you are very different in this regard that like you played red dead multiple times you played last of us multiple times to me that's a game i those are games i've only played once and beat and i'm proud of beating them and i love them and but those are games like once in a lifetime and then i just move on yeah i think that's, that's, a, great, that's a great song by the talking heads <laughs> i i replay games for story mostly yeah uh, not for not for gameplay, so yeah. maybe that's where. See, we're I'm different. the reverse. When I when I replayed Last of Us Part Two, I didn't play it for the story. I played it for the small beats that I missed and then that I then knew about or that I knew knew about then, and then um and then also the gameplay because I bumped up the difficulty on it to hard. Uh, I didn't want to do grounded or whatever. Yeah. No, see, this uh, is, I, I this is what I I can't imagine playing my playing playing this again. Like I got. I got to a specific part late in the game before a bunch of other stuff happened. I'm not going to go into it, but, um, and I just, you know, I just felt like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to play any more of this game. You know, here, here's where, here's where I stop. I I can't see. And for me personally, you know, I just don't care about 60 FPS. I don't care about it be having a PS5 patch. I know maybe that makes me weird, but like, I just, that stuff doesn't really matter to me. The game's already gorgeous and beautiful and it runs great. Very yeah. consistent, thirty frames. So that it all seems fine to me. Here's the yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't understand. And and uh, Fran was the same with the Last of Us Part One. He said he played that game like twenty times um, for the gameplay, and he skipped cuts. I know a lot of people do that, but I, I, I've never been able to. Under- Those games are about the story. How can you play? The gameplay, well, the gameplay isn't even anything to shout about. Well, if you already you... played the game, if you played the game multiple story. times, you don't need to. You already seen the story a million times, so you see. Yeah. But it's like it's like wanna... watching a movie. Is it? No, gaming's different. No. In my I don't think it's games like a movie. are very different. Yeah, yeah. you can play games because gameplay is the king in games. Like it's a video game. I mean, the gameplay needs to be fun, yeah, but I, I'm not replaying the game. Because mm-hmm. I want more of the gameplay, I'm I'm replaying yeah. the game to experience the story again. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's weird to me. That see to me that feels yeah. like wasting my time because I already know what's going to happen in a world. Yeah. Unless 
unless there are different scenes or I missed something or I accidentally skipped something or like maybe somebody has brought up new analysis of a scene and I'm like, okay, well let me go back and watch that scene to maybe get a second view of it. But, but I, it's just, I, it's... to me, that sounds like a waste of time. Have you never rewatched a movie that you like? But again, I don't, movies and games are so different to me. I, but it's I, the I'm exact saying... same thing. It's, it's a story that you enjoy and you want yeah, to experience it again. I don't just again. enjoy the story. I, I also thought the gameplay was excellent. Yeah. I love that gameplay. But movies so. are not 40 hours long. Well, okay, a like... TV show then. Yeah, but I, I, I can watch an episode at a time. It's just, like you can it's, play it's just, an hour at a medium. time with the game. It's a different medium. It's just a different medium. No, because like an hour of gameplay can be like you make no progress at all. Like you stuck at a part, or it's just a different medium. I don't. I I can't compare the games and the movies. Okay, but but regardless, hey, you know people replay it and that's but great. I just you know for different what, reasons. Whatever works for you though. I mean, I'm not judging you yeah. Yeah. about it, but. I could, but The Last of Us Part Two, I can understand replaying because the gameplay is so good. A game that has the best yeah. third-person action I've ever seen in a game. Uh, I'm, you know, the only thing that that this makes me excited for are those fucking bonkers clips that people share on Twitter, where they do like absolute ridiculous action movie shit with with uh, with Ellie. Yeah. Um, where you know she'll you know catch a clip in midair or some shit. You yeah, know, yeah, and I'm excited right. to see that in a higher resolution on the PS5. Yeah. you know it was 60 fps like that's yeah. exciting to me to see other people use what i don't really understand and i don't get the appeal of and and just use that to its potential yeah and the, the thing with me too is the reason i wouldn't play the this and read, read that again because there's certain sections i don't like like that like you know me I, I i've said before that i don't like some pacing issues i have with this game and the sections i would cut out and i just didn't care for it as much sure. and I, I don't i don't, I don't want to go through that again like like I, there's gonna be a segment i'm gonna be like ugh. And it's gonna Honestly, sour it. yeah, I, I did cut off before the part of the game where a lot of people had pacing issues with it, and maybe yeah. that had something to do with it. I also just knew what was about to happen, and I was yeah. like, you know what? I don't need to go through that. I, you know, there, yeah, there's a, there's a divided part of me that says that Last of Us Two should have ended at one point yeah. instead of another. Yeah. So right, but I would play it because of the gameplay. If I did replay it, uh, yeah. I, would, I would because of the gameplay. I, like I fucking, like Red Dead. I, yeah, go, go Sorry. ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I I love fucking love like being as Ellie and and being like you know I'm I'm a big D and D player, so I you know I think of her as like a rogue slash ranger multi class, and like I just I love playing her like that in that frame of mind, and like that's perfect to me. Like the stealth gameplay yeah. is just wow, the gunplay yeah. is so good. It, it's just oh yeah, like maybe I'd pl replay a game for the story is if I if I didn't I haven't played it in so long and it feels like it would be fresh again. Like if I played Red Dead Redemption two again. The story would probably be fresh because I haven't played it in, since since it came out. Yeah. But uh, but the problem for me in that game is the gameplay. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the gameplay, and I don't. I don't like going across the map with a horse. And, and, and another like thing yeah. too, you might replay a game for the story if it's been a few years and you just don't remember yeah. it. Like, I, like yeah. I've yeah, like I've I've done that with with games where I didn't really remember their story. Um, yeah. And I I wanted to you know, remember what I did or didn't like about it. Um, you know, there are games like Metal Gear or Kingdom Hearts where it's like, I don't remember anything about this storyline or I want to catch up and, you know, remember what the hell's going on. So you replay yeah. those games, you know, partly for the gameplay, but also yeah. partly to catch back up on the storyline. Yeah, we all have games that we, we play multiple times. Like, you know, like Final Fantasy VII, I've beaten like six or seven times. So on different platforms. I'm not going to take the argument any further, but... Yeah. I, I, I want to know that I'm not alone in uh, replaying games to experience the story again. So if anyone listening to this 
uh, also replays games to experience the story again, like comfort food, just, you know, games that you enjoy. Let us know. Alone. Join our Discord and let us know. The link is in the description of the YouTube video on the give podcast. James, give James the ideological solace and comfort that he desires from our Discord, okay? That's really why we have Discord. No. Please, Never. No, like, you're not, like, playing for the story is fine. It's just, like, if I'm playing this, if I if, if, if it's, like, fresh and I just went through it a couple months ago, then that's kind of weird to me. But the only thing I really disagree with you on is comparing it to a movie to a game. Like, I just, I just think it's a totally different medium. But I don't, I'm not, I don't, I, but I see what you're saying, like... You love the story. You want to replay it again, but yeah. for me, it's got to be fresh. I, I can't do it like a month later, like after I just be. That it. is with the Last of Us two, especially. I don't want to replay it too often because I don't want to. I feel yeah. like if I replay it like multiple times a year, yeah. the impact of it is going to substantially become weaker and weaker. I I have played and beaten Last of Us Part One. I think uh, three times now. Once originally and then twice when i went back and did it but wanted to do it faster i think on a slightly higher difficulty and the third time was year a couple years later a few years later uh, on the ps4 with the enhanced edition where i wanted to show my partner um you know it so that that time i did play for the story again just to experience it with her so she experienced yeah. it so that when we went into last of us part two she wasn't like well who the hell is ellie and who the hell is joel and what's yeah. going on See, that's the I'm the same with the same for me with Zora. I beat it three times, and every time I did, I re, I played it. The story felt fresh because it was, it, there was years in between that. And I I played yeah. Last of Us Part One when it first came out, and then I then I played played it when it first came out on PS4, and then I replayed it like June of last year to get ready for. Yeah. Uh, and that's when I played it on Grounded, beat it on Grounded. So, damn. Okay. All right, Hotshot. Damn. Yeah. I'm the program. <laughs> Do we even need Mitch anymore? I don't know. I don't think so. Seb's uh, just going to develop a fucking Australian accent at this goddamn point. Shrimp on the barbie. I would, next, the barbie. I would embarrass myself. Next so week, like, yeah. he just comes on the podcast. Good eye, mates. Uh... <laughs> I love Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> uh, Mitch is listening to this right now. He's just crying. Just tears I mean... of pain. I'm the I'm technically a veteran, gaming veteran. I'm like ten years older than him, so I think I have prior. I think I have higher, like in the hierarchy. I'm. Yeah, higher. I'm older than I'm older than both of you. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you do a better Australian accent. Absolutely. So yeah, what kind of game do you guys want to see from Naughty Dog next? Uh, Dory, you can start on this one. Uh, I've talked about this a little before. I really feel like Naughty Dog just wants to make an open world game. I feel like that's why they keep putting it in The Last of Us, why they keep putting it in Uncharted. Um, I I just, I really think that's what they want to do. I, I don't know that for sure. Absolutely speculation on my part. And I'm not saying I necessarily want it, but I think that's what they want to do because I don't understand why else they keep putting these segments in their games. I mean, maybe it's to diversify, maybe it's to make things more interesting for the player. Maybe it's a gameplay thing and it's not what they actually want to do. I don't know. But somebody at Naughty Dog really loves open world segments in Naughty Dog games. So I just want them to really, like, if that's what they want to do, I want them to, like, fucking do an, their next game, which will probably be Last of Us Part 3, um, as open world. Now, I'm not saying I want that game as open world, but I'm just saying, like, if they do a new IP or something, because yeah. I don't know if I want if I want a Last of Us game as an open world thing. 
but maybe it could work. I don't know, but um, yeah, especially if we switched perspectives to different characters, yeah, or, or did something like that. But yeah, I'd imagine it'd be open areas, cause like Uncharted Four and uh, Lost Legacy and Last yeah. of Us Part Two were all like that. Like it wasn't open sure. world, but there was big levels. Yeah, that's really... that's more what I mean. I know it's not technically open world; it's more like open areas or or yeah. open segments. But it just feels like Naughty Dog can't completely pull the trigger on an open world game, and that's what they want to do. That's my reading, anyway. Yeah. And I, you know, obviously, yeah. I could be wrong. I just don't want an open world. I just think there's too many of them. I mean, I mean, Naughty Dog, I'd be hyped. I, for I get it. it. But, but yeah. Yeah. Again, this isn't this isn't like me being like, oh, this is what I. This is what I want necessarily. It's just what I think might happen. But yeah, I yeah. mean, if I had to say like what I want from Naughty Dog, like I don't know. Like I'm kind of just happy with them doing whatever they want. Like if they really think they've got a good thing to, to say about a uh, good thing with Last of Us Part Three in terms of like what they want to say about those characters and story, yeah. then ultimately I'm like you know I'm I'm into it to a certain extent. I mean, I want them to move on from Uncharted and Last of Us and yeah. and. And, and that's really what I want is a new IP. I don't know what kind of IP. I right. don't know what genre. But, like, I just want new stuff from them. And I, I think right. it's time to move on from their old games. Their old yeah, I have, I have three ideas. Because I think they're all different from what they've done in the past. I think I would like if they got away from the woods, woodsy kind of settings. Unless it was, like, uh, like well, one of the first ones I would think would be, like, science fiction, like, Mass Effect-like or Outer Worlds-like. Where you can travel to different planets. Maybe they they would do something like that. That's very they've never done anything like that, uh, and I would be really curious how they would do a Bioware esque kind of game. I think Naughty Dog would handle that very well. Like I'd be interested in how Naughty Dog would write like choice a choice system, like dialogue and things like that. Yeah. Or, uh, but, but then maybe that maybe that would be too close to Mass Effect. Maybe they would do like a, a linear like Last of Us kind of like story game, but like. With, but it's science fiction, you know what I mean? Well, what I like about Naughty Dog is that they don't tend to do dialogue choices or story choices. Yeah. It's very much the story they want to tell. Um, yeah. so that's, I think, where the strength lies. But I do think it would be interesting to see them tackle the other thing with more choice-driven yeah, stuff. As long as absolutely. they didn't like permanently move away from the yeah. current style. Absolutely. I would, take, I would definitely take that. But I would... But like, but I would totally be fine with like a linear story-driven game in space or something like that. But that'd be really cool. Second would be like fantasy. They've never done fantasy. And, but the only thing with me on that one is I'm getting tired of the whole Viking aesthetic that everybody's doing yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. And, and like from what I've seen, the pictures that are like rumored be Naughty Dog's next game looks Viking-esque. And I just feel like that's too much like Horizon and Valhalla and uh, all those tons of them now. What's that big game everybody's playing right now? Valorant. Oh, uh, v- uh, Valheim. Valheim is it? Val- no, like, Valorant yeah. is the uh, first-person shooter. That's the shooter. Yeah. Oh you're yeah, you're right. Valheim. Yeah. Valheim. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all those games, uh, I'm just getting tired of that. But I, but they've never done that before. So I, I, I could see Night Dog doing a really good Witcher-like game, but I just, it's not my first choice. But I, I can, th- I think they would do a good job with that. And the third one I would like is, um. Something in a real world setting, like in a city, but not but a non apocalyptic one, like something just like a cool detective story or a crime Ooh. drama. Kind oh, I love a neo noir story that oh, they have yeah. very specific. Like I an, love that. Very dog style. And realistic. Yeah, because they yeah. could totally like dig into neo noir, which is very gritty, very dark, very yeah. realistic. Like that's right. I would love that. Sign yeah. me up for that. Yeah. As long as they. That does sound great. As long as they don't do anything. 
with uh, with superheroes or anything like that. Uh, I don't. The, I don't the, it's, it's not just me hating superheroes. It's just that I like that Naughty Dog is very good at telling human stories. The, the thing is, superhero doesn't trans. Superhero games don't translate well in the gaming. Like superheroes just don't translate well in the game, and only certain heroes work. Like Spider Man, the mechanics of swinging around and stuff. Like, Batman but Superman, like, is almost impossible to do. Anyway. Yeah, like Superman's almost impossible to do. Yep. And I feel like everybody would compare it to Spider-Man, and they don't. I don't think they would want to like step on anyone's toes, or, and just be. I, I don't. I just don't see them doing that. I think it'd be a, a. I think it'd be like human characters in like a, in a in like a grounded setting. Like that. That's. I think that's where it works for them. Absolutely, yeah. and I love that. Yeah, now listen, too. I've got it. All right, okay. check it out. Hear me out. All right. All right. You ready for this? Naughty dogs, naughty dogs. It's a Battletoads-esque beat-em-up with a ragtag group of dogs. That, you know, they're gritty. Battletoads? I'm leaving this yeah. podcast. It's gritty. They're ready to rumble. They're going to beat some people up. And it's going to be a great time. Wow. I mean, I could... It'd be cool. It'd be, I mean, it'd be cool if they were like Mad Max like dogs, and they're driving like cars and like little first, like, I've never, turtles. I've never been so impressed by a setup to only be so let down <laughs> after. Oh, you know what? No, that's not true. Destroy all humans remastered. But anyway. But I would like. I I've heard people say they want like Jack and Daxter like a remake or four, but I just feel like Naughty Dog's just not the same developer anymore. I don't know if that's really their thing. I mean, I would like it, yeah. but I don't. I'm I mean, I think sure. I think Crash would have like an addiction to jumping or something like that, right? And he'd have to save save Coco before she died in an electric chair I mean, or some yeah, shit. Yeah, Coco you know? probably gets smacked with a golf club like in the first yeah. twenty minutes. <laughs> and they like, and then, um, like yeah, and then have, like Crash has an addiction or something, and yeah, yeah, and he's just like struggling to like not smoke, and then Neocortex is like just his brain is completely in, he's like completely gone insane, and he's killed like half his minions in yeah. gruesome ways. Anyway, yeah, no, it just wouldn't work. You know, one one last idea, one last idea for me. I don't know why, but I think about like Naughty Dog doing something in space, and like that just sounds cool to me. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what it would be, but like I just keep thinking about Naughty Dog doing a game set in space because it's just so radically different from anything yeah. else uh, that they've done, and so yeah. I just think that'd be cool. Yeah, like two for me would be like a nice crime drama in a modern setting, or. Yes. Or in space, like that would be awesome. Yeah, super, super sci-fi, Naughty Dog. Give I just don't. Now. I don't want another woodsy Days Gone, Last of Us game. Yeah. Unless it's Last of Us Part Three, which and I don't anything know. Anything besides whatever the fuck James was talking about, like anything besides that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that was a great pitch. It was. I got a better pitch for you though. Back of the box. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing else to say. Incredible segue. Uh, we are Thank indeed going to move over to back of the box trivia. Uh, it's Seb's week this time. Seb's going to uh, hit us with some back-of-the-box trivia. So these... I so This game this game reminded me that I'm not very... I'm, not, I'm more digital now because like, I had a hard time finding like yeah. good games because I traded most of mine away or sold them. But I got some. I think these might be easy. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Are you ready to do it? Yeah. I was cool. just thinking about like if I ever did this again, what would I do? Oh, but anyway. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, Seb, how does this work? So I'm just going to read the back of the box, and then I'm going to blank out 
certain words, like so you you won't know what it is, and then you guys have to guess which game it is, and uh, whoever gets the most right wins at the end. Exactly. Just for uh, the new viewers, if we have any of those ever. Um. Anyway, take it away. I, I definitely didn't have to look this up because I I couldn't remember like totally how it worked. But yeah. Okay. So first one. I think I think I think it gets I think I made it from easy to hard so I think, okay. I think you guys will get the first couple pretty well. All right, discover where the journey began. Master the arts of sorcery and war. Become the slayer of blank. Sorcery and war. That sounds familiar. Experience the original blank challenge. Presented in stunning visual quality with enhanced performance. This is the world of blank as you've never seen it before. Demon Souls. Demon Souls, yeah. I would never was, have thought that. It was that, it was that one line, uh, the brutal challenge, right? Yeah, because I was going to say, like, because uh, I skipped the section that said completely remade from the ground up, and I think that would have really gave it away. So that, what was the line about the brutal challenge, though? Experience the original brutal challenge completely remade from the ground up. That is like it, that the original brutal challenge. That's such weird phrasing, yeah. that like I just I just know it from memory. Yeah. And you no, know, no. What I also realized is that, like a lot of game cases don't really put like a summary or anything in the back anymore. Like right. I, had, I had a hard time finding like games that had them. They were just like here's three pictures and like and like three like bullet points. Anyway, next one. Uh, Save blank from the dastardly blank in this epic, perilous platforming blank. Crash 4. What? Crash 4? Uh, no. Uh, fulfill your destiny as the legendary blank knight of the blank. Former knight? If I, if I, uh, Sackboy Big Adventure? Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. Nice. All right, next. I've been one. thinking about getting that, getting that, because it's going to be on sale soon. Does anyone know how big that sale is going to be? Uh, I I think there's UK prices, which is going to be about the same as ours, and I, and I believe Sackboy was like ten dollars off. I don't think it was like half, oh, but okay. I, I'll but I'll find worth that. it though. Yeah, great game. Yeah, uh, yeah it, I want to get it half off. I'll get it half off. I'm not big on platformers, so I'm, I'm taking yeah. a risk here. But fair enough. Yeah, I won't go on a tangent, but yeah, I really recommend it. Um, next one from the arrival of Blank. To the final fight against Blink, play as Blink in this action RPG adventure. Enjoy a lot of activities, mini games, side quests, and train for Blink fights. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, a remake. No. no, damn. Hit me with it one more time. From the arrival of Blink to the final fight against Blink, play as several Blink warriors in this action RPG adventure. Enjoy a lot of activities, mini games, side quests, and train for intense blank fights. Okay, so there's training. You play as several characters. Mm -hmm. There can't be that many games where you play as several characters. My hint would be like, think of something like, you know, it's like my, one of my favorite things. One of my favorite uh, franchises. Yeah. This is all PlayStation, right? Yeah, all PlayStation. Okay. Well, it doesn't sound like Resident Evil. No, it's not. That'd be too easy. Yeah. Um. 
It's not Kingdom Hearts three, right? I didn't think. I don't think so. No. Um, I think something that people train. Dragons. It's not oh, how to train your dragon. The video game is it? What? Tsushima. No. Damn it! You guys are on the right track though. Oh, so it is like a how to train your uh... dragon. <laughs> uh, Sekiro. No. No, not Sekiro. Uh, Neo. How many hints can I give? Like three or? I think as as many as you want. It's. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to be all fair. I'll say my last one would be I've talked about it on the podcast. That's awesome. Extensively. One of your favorite franchises. Training, playing as multiple characters. Action RPG. Damn, I'm I'm real stumped. Uh, Uh. Alright, which was generation was that? Last generation. And it's M for Mature, I'm guessing? No. Oh, okay. It's rated T. For teen. Wow. <clears throat> uh, Borderlands 3. No, I think it's rated M, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, uh, also, I don't think Zab's a big fan of... You don't no, use I, Borderlands. I like Borderlands a lot. You can play multiple characters. Um... I think I'm stumped on this. It won't be on James' yeah. shelf, but it might be on Dory. <laughs> you guys, you guys give up? I yeah. give up. Yeah, it's Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I never would have oh. got that in a million years. Oh, training, of course. Yeah, God I was trying to, I was trying to get you guys. When I said it was close, I said the dragon. I was trying to get you to. Yeah. I know nothing so, about that game or that series. Yeah, I thought I thought Dory might have gotten it, but so yeah, I'll no. read I'll read what it really says. From the arrival of Raditz to the final fight against ah. Bulls, play as several Z Warriors in this action RPG adventure. Z Warriors, blank warriors. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, I kept thinking of like Ninja Warriors. Yeah. So I made I made these couple like really hard because I'm I, all my games are from PS4, PS5. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next one. Trapped and isolated in the abandoned town of Blank, four college students and their professor must escape the nightmarish apparitions. Relentlessly pursue them through an impenetrable fog. That sounds uh, familiar. Is that the um, crap? What is that game? Um, it sounds like a horror game, right? Yeah, it definitely sounds like a horror game, and I think I've played it before. One of the super massive ones? No, I think it's I think it's by the people who did Man of Medan. Yeah, the super massive. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is that game? What is that fucking game called? Until oh, Dawn. God, I... it... No, that's the. That no. You thinking? Of... I think you guys are thinking of Dark Pictures Anthology. Oh okay. But it's not any of those. But it's not. <sighs> it's not any of those. Okay. No, um... you. No, you got it. I'm just waiting for you to say the real the name of it. Oh, uh, Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan. Hmm. The second one. Little Hope. Dark Pictures Little Hope. James got it. There you oh! Go. God damn it. I would never have gone that. Was that game uh, any good? I just... I haven't played it yet. I I just put, I just put it the disc in my PlayStation last night, so I'm going to oh, try right. it out uh, soon, so... Okay. How much how much hope would you say you have in it? A lot or a little? I quite liked Madon, uh, and I, I really love Until Dawn, so... Did you not I, get the joke? <laughs> I kind of got it. <laughs> okay, goddamn it. <laughs> but 
but no, I kind of like the uh, first game, so I, I think I'm gonna like this one. Okay. Yeah, I, I like their first one too. So, uh, why is this now the last one? Last one. Yeah, yeah last one. Okay. I think uh, I kind of want to give the point to both of you because you kind of like, like Dory kind of like basically said everything but the name of the game, mm. but I I'll just give it to James because he got it. Okay. So it's two one. Yes. Oh, so we might tie here, James. Then, then so we're last one. Left unfulfilled. Well, the best awesome. you can hope for is a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this one's worth two points. <laughs> oh, no, no! Come on! That's not fair. Now you can hey, to me, James. It's fair if you win, so... I, I, Dory can't beat me to, uh, two, two weeks, weeks in a row on a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, welcome. So this one is uh, Onward to Adventure. Welcome to the Pioneer Program. All the newest... As the newest recruit of Kindred Blink, the fourth best interstellar space exploration company, your job is to determine if Planet Blank is fit for humans. True, you're short on equipment or plans. You'll figure it out or not. Good luck. What is that game called? Something Shit. Something Mars? No, it's not in Surviving Mars. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, damn it! There was a game that you went on, on a planet, and it had like wild action. I'm thinking it's that, but I can't remember what the hell it's called. I'll give you a hint. It's more. It's not like a triple A game, but it's like double A indie ish. Uh, I think can I know you... what this game is, but I just don't remember the fucking title. Can you read it again? Welcome to the Pioneer Program. As the newest recruit of Kindred Blank, the fourth interstellar space exploration company, your job is to determine if Planet Blank is... Journey at Savage Planet. Bam. Damn. Yes. That's what it was. I knew I knew it, but I couldn't remember the title. Yeah, I, just, right, well. I remember that joke from the start about it being the fourth uh, best exploration nice. company or whatever. And there you go. James wins today. All right, whatever. Next week, I'm going to be doing it, so I'll win no matter what. <laughs> uh, there's yeah, no losers. There are no losers yeah. on this podcast, except for Dory. <laughs> uh, the home for infinite losers. That's where I just, am right James, now. Just remember, Resident Evil 3 is a good game now. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always get the victory in the end. No. Um, <laughs> no. Anyway. All right, well, this was a fucking weird episode. I just want to be real with everybody. This was a weird episode of PS Premiere. That was a very defeated no, so. Yeah, yeah this was a weird episode, probably due in some part to the fact that I'm very tired right now. Um, oh, I thought it was really well. I think, we, I think it was paced. I think we went really nice. We Fair really enough. Um, James, go to sleep. I, I will after I wrap up the podcast. Damn it. We're, we're still on air here. Oh, no. Um <laughs> uh yeah so we had uh obviously no guests this week so i'm not gonna um ask anyone to plug anything yeah, actually screw it why not hey dory do you want to plug anything hell yeah this is my chance you can find me on twitch and twitter at declare192 <laughs> uh i've been streaming uh uh fucking ratchet and clank uh the 2016 uh remaster or reimagining uh and i'm just about done with it and then also uh, i've been playing Batman Telltale, you can join in on the fun at group play. 
uh, where we all vote on what decisions uh, we are going to do next. Uh, sometimes hilarious results, sometimes uh, very serious results. Um, we are getting close to the, about the midpoint or so of season two, so I'm very excited. The game is really well written, and I, I'm loving it. This is really Telltale at their peak uh, for me. Yeah, so I, I love Batman Telltale. And uh, for me, like I'm not, I don't, I'm not a streamer or anything, but on Twitter, I'm very active and I talk about all games. I'm getting closer to a thousand followers now. So if you want to talk to me about games, look at screenshots and all that stuff, and me dancing on camera, uh, you can follow me at my Twitter channel. Uh, okay, well, if we're all uh, doing plugging stuff, um, I never plug my Twitter. I just realized I never plug my Twitter on this show. Um, but it's uh, Untitled Smithy. Uh, and I sometimes post video game screenshots, as I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you're aware I really like uh, taking he, video game screenshots. And he takes really good screenshots. Like, fantastic. He's like Willy Wonka photo mode. Like, Thanks, man. That's you get, really kind of Are you saying he gets like children trapped in like the footage or something, or like they end up dying? Like, yes. Okay. Great. Uh, no, but the yeah, he's like strangest me. compliment I've received. It's yeah, because he put that. like he put like on Discord the photo mode emporium, so it just it, it sounds like a really Willy Wonka esque <laughs> like word. Like he had a factory like for photo mode or something. Yeah, which also seems like another good uh, excuse to remind people to join our Discord, please. Uh, we want to hear from you. Um, with that, also, we put out this week, just before this podcast, uh, the first episode of Mitchie's hopefully monthly show called Mitchie's Monthly Review, where he reviews all the games he's been playing. It sounds very simple, but it's really fun. Uh, Dory, I think you said it's your favorite thing that we have done on the channel? It, it's definitely one of my favorite things that we've done uh, on, the, on the channel. It's, it's really well written, really well edited. Uh, I actually need to go and watch it at some point. I think I about 20 minutes in but yeah i need to go watch the rest but it's yeah, really it's good. really yeah it's really good and i and also say i that might be my favorite thumbnail you've done probably Thank since you. the the award show i would say like i think that was yeah that was, i really liked how you did the thumbnail so yeah you both you guys both did a great job you're giving me too many compliments your man i can't well, accept I mean, all i this. always give compliments <laughs> uh but yeah check that out that's on the channel now um, if you like the podcast, subscribe to the channel, give us a like on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the podcast feed, give us a rating if you can do that. Um, and yeah, that's it for this episode of the PS Premier Podcast. So we will see you next week. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. That was a weird bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Bye-bye. I was right. It comes out the twenty first. Came out today. I knew I was it's right. It's supposed to come out today, but it got delayed. Well, or at least I, that's their I main Twitter page is May twenty first. People are downloading it right now and streaming it. Okay. Whoops. I thought, I thought, it could I thought so. Maybe.